Welcome back to Be A Better Baddie. I'm Quenisha, your host and fellow baddie. This is going to be part two of the episode from last week about interracial dating with Yanni. Hope you enjoy. You know, like just, just that, you know, and it is something that I'm like, is that wrong? That I don't know. I would do Um, that. No, I, um, I'm going to say this and respectfully, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm a very sensitive person when it comes to children Mm -hmm. and I've, I've experienced, uh, things at a very young age where I saw a black child, um, she was African. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you I was her only friend, I was her only friend. I'll never forget her. Her name is, her name was Deborah. She was brand new from Africa. Um, She was from uh, Nigeria Mm -hmm. and we were in the third grade, second grade for uh, Miss Mott. Yeah, third grade. So we you were never yeah, forget those like, teachers, those never. elementary teachers. Yes. Like. <laughs> so we were in third grade, and you know the way my parents raised me is, you treat others equally, no mm-hmm. matter what. You respect them equally. I don't care. Our parents raised us this way, mm-hmm. and um, I'm so grateful that that they did. Um, because I was able to, you know, when she would get teased and even the teacher was racist towards her. Not Miss Mott. Yes. Miss Mott. Fine, Miss Mott. Facts. Miss um, Mott was a white woman. Mm. She uh, had bought Deborah for Christmas shampoo, deodorant. Uh-huh. That's why I said respectfully, because it is very offensive what she did. And when I tell you, still to the day of today, I go back to that day and it upset me so much that I remember she cried and she came up to me and she goes, she goes, Sayani, do you not want to be my friend? Because I smell a certain way, blah, blah. And oh. I was like, Deborah, I would never. And I remember telling her that I'm like, I would never. I would never stop being your friend. Like, yeah. we're friends now. Like, we sit next to each other. And she's like, well, Miss Motz was really mean. Like, I don't understand why she's treating me like this. Like, she's not treating the other kids Deborah that way. parents should have mopped Miss Motz with the floor. Like, that's... So I believe that's what happened. Um, and <sighs> I remember at the end of the year, um, Deborah uh, gave me, like, a huge hug. And I remember her telling me, like, you were the most amazing friend to me and I'll mm. never forget it. And, um, you know, we were young. So for me, uh, seeing that in person and what she experienced, I was like, you know, if I ever dated outside of my race and my man is black, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that my child knows you are black. Yes. You are African-American. You are black. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to take that away from you yes. at all. I'm not going to take it away from you. I am going to make sure that your father and I will sit down and have a conversation with you and tell you how beautiful your skin is, yeah. how beautiful you are. 
um, as a person and yes. you have so much culture in you, you know? Um, so that's a story that I'll never forget. And this is why I'm telling you, mm-hmm. um, there is nothing wrong with the fact that you want your child to be black. Yeah. Your child will say, yeah, <laughs> I got black in me and I'm proud of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sure. um, that's a story I did want to share. And I know that when I have my child, mm-hmm. my baby girl, my baby boy, just like you, I want that for my child. Yes. Yeah. So definitely Sorry, like I got maintaining. <laughs> no, it's it was a little um, no, because that especially with me being an educator, like I've seen other teachers treat children, yeah. um, especially when they are even Hispanic teachers you know, like they, I hate that. that I'm like, don't talk to, mm-hmm. I'll take her. Like, don't, yeah. don't do that. You mm-hmm. know? So definitely I understand like there is there, there. I feel like if you don't have a heart for children at all, like yeah. something's wrong. But <laughs> I got in trouble. No. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got in trouble, girl. I got in trouble because I told Miss Mox to shut up. I got up and I said, I said, Miss Motts, I said, Miss Motts, you need to shut up. I told her just no, like you that. Didn't. I said, you need to shut up and leave my friend Deborah alone. I said, yeah. just like that. Miss Motts needed that. Go to, to the, the office. Go to the, yeah. She's <laughs> like, go to the principal's office right now. You don't tell me to shut up, Baba. And Deborah was here cracking up. Yeah. She was laughing and uh, she was like, you're going to be fine. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. I got your back, Sayani. And As if like, she could do something. <laughs> Y'all are two peas like, in a pod. No, yes, that's... That, that was my girl. And wherever she is, you know, I hope that um, she's she's uh, she's where she's always wanted to be and her experiences were... Yes. Um, that's not something that she's going to remember. Of course, it's, it's, it's something she'll remember, but I don't want... I hope that wherever she is, she's had more amazing experience, amazing yes. experiences where she's been accepted for who she is, like exactly. as a person, you know? Yeah. And I think that because of my, like, I haven't had a story like Deborah's, but damn, mm-hmm. like Miss Mott's probably one of the 63% of Americans that said they'd never allow their family to marry a black person. Yeah. But yeah. just, you know, that's why it's so important to me to, I guess, maintain blackness for me like and it'll lead me to my next point actually like maintaining who you are while you're in your interracial relationship so I know for mm-hmm. me uh, it mm-hmm. has always been a thing like I, I I don't know if you do but you know I sleep with head scarf on maybe a satin cap like I protect my hair at night mm-hmm. and whenever I'm oh, wearing wigs this was the one that got me the first time <laughs> The first time my boyfriend spent the night at my house, I had a wig on and I was like, do I take my wig off or like, do I, you know, like what exactly do I do? So like, I was, I was honest with him. I'm like, I'm gonna take my wig off. (laughs) You you know this, like, I feel like, you know, like he's he's seen my natural hair. Like he's, he's, I change my hair Mm -hmm. like every month, you know? So I'm Mm -hmm. sure he's like, hmm, hmm something's changing, you know? So definitely 
that that is a part of black culture, like us changing our hairstyles, having so many options, yes. et cetera. So for me, I was just like, if if this is real, this is what it is. The wig right. is coming off, like I put a scarf on, like this mm-hmm. is it, you know? So mm-hmm. I felt like leading up to that point, it was very hard for me because I was talking to my friends about it because it sort of felt like I was exposing like, I guess, a, a piece of black culture to someone else, you know? And I didn't know how it would be accepted, you know, and the same with him as well. Like he was just like, you're going to think my food, you're going to think my food smelly, like it stinks. And I'm like, (laughs) I, I'll never know. Like, (laughs) right. I'll never know. Just show me, you know, so I've definitely seen hesitation on his end too, especially Mm. with food. And I'll admit some of it, I'm like, I'm not eating that. (laughs) I don't. I don't like the smell of that. You're right. But it's not because yeah. it's your food. It's because right. I just don't. I would exactly. never. I would never do that. <laughs> right. No, of so. course. Of course. I, um, I love that you said that um, because I feel like uh, it. it's hard to um, to just like you, you'll feel because everyone judges you. Right. Mm-hmm. You feel like okay, this person that I'm dating outside of my race is going to feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, you know, my boyfriend had to explain to me where he's just like, you know, I know you was with someone black for 10 years, but it's like, <laughs> you know, that relationship was different from this mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to educate you. And I'm going to tell you like, you know, these are, this is what we do as black people. You know what I mean? And yeah. I love that. I love the fact that he was able to, um to be himself and you know I've always loved soul food Mm -hmm. so it was just like okay you know that part but he's like listen I I gotta you know he explained about how sometimes he does use you know his Vaseline or you know (laughs) 
his cocoa butter. Like, <laughs> yo, the first time he see me slather Vaseline, he was like, why are you so greasy? And I was like, this is what black people do. <laughs> so, it's always, so this it's is like, what stay out of black people business. At that point, this right. is where I am. Now I'm like, stay out of black people business. I'm not, right. it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> exactly right. So it's like when I first saw him, I had the same reaction. Where I was just like, I was like, I was like, babe, why you, why your face? So he's like, listen, this is what we do. Okay. So mind your business. Yes. And the thing is, and, and when he told me mind my business, I was like, but why you got to talk to me like that? He's like, uh. listen, he's like, listen, I'm going to tell you why, you know? And I saw that, 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 you know, that came mm-hmm. come out of him. Like, mm-hmm. you know why? Because, um, what, what was that? He, he told me, he goes, we are so like frowned upon as black people that is like any little thing that we have. He's like, if you think about it, and he calls me mommy, like mm-hmm. is is his thing. He'd be like, think about it, mommy. Like when you go to, you know, when you see these, these, these uh other cultures like doing the braids and they got like certain swag and stuff, where do mm-hmm. you think that came from? Yeah. You know, he's like, he's like, where do you think that came from? And I was like, you know what? You are absolutely right. He's like, yeah, so my Vaseline is all I got. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, my cooking butter yes. is all we got. Like, I'm going to be proud of the fact that this is what our people do. This is what my people do. And yeah. it is what it is. And when he said it like that, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I was like, as you should. As you should, babe. You know? I um, do think that that's... that's the, I love that you said that. Yeah, like, I that is it. Like, Black people mm-hmm. are so judged by the outside world. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. like, you're kind of an outsider in a sense. So it's like, right. mm, are you going to judge me? But it was like, who cares? Like, right. go if you I, are going to judge. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for, for, for me, it was just the whole uh, being Dominican and mm-hmm. him, he understands a little bit, but he doesn't know how to speak the language, the, yeah. the Spanish language. So um, for me, it was like, okay, I'm bilingual. And um, I'm, I understand both languages, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I need to make sure that he understands whatever it is that we're speaking about. You know, I, I have to also make sure he's comfortable. Mm-hmm. And even though like I listen to, you know, my merengue and my chata and, you know, I, I, I dance and um, does like, he know how these- to dance? He does. Okay. He does. Surprisingly. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. He was like, he was like, listen, I'm black. We got rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But it's something about that hip like, movement. I just can't get, I can't get the hip movement. <laughs> Girl, listen, I got you. Okay. Listen. I got you at any time. I got you. But I, I'm telling you, I'm going to come to Houston. Yes. And we're going, we're going to meet in person. And I'm, you know, I just, I just can't wait to actually. I can't either. For yeah. Sure. For real. But yeah, keeping. Maintaining your identity in a relationship is something that it, you you really have to be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. And if if someone you know doesn't know about something, the way I was like, hey, why you got why your face look like that? Yeah, and he was just like, hey, this is why. There was no, it was not an offense or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's just the fact, like I've said before, you need to sit down and have these conversations. Yes, and. You feel when you 
that's that's a that's a reel I put up yesterday. When you feel your when you can be your ultimate self in a relationship mm-hmm. or I in saw a that marriage, one. Mm-hmm. it is the best feeling in the world. Yes. Um, I agree. And even regardless of whether it's interracial slash intercultural, like just being your full self, we all have these little nicks about ourselves. It's like, can I do this in front of people? Can I like, you know, so I do even feel like, I don't know what you said, but in my head, a thought came like, Mm -hmm. like people you had, did you have black friends before you started dating black men? Yes, always. Okay. So I also feel like it's always like you have to be comfortable around other people in general. So even thinking back to that statistic about like how white people are less likely to marry outside of their race. Right. They, if if you think about it, like, I mean, they are very isolated. Um, And I'm thinking back to my college experience. I don't know what yours was like, but I went to a predominantly white institution in Massachusetts. Me too. (laughs) Okay. So you may get it. You may get it. And it was very Uh much like, I remember like someone said something, well, all the black girls always sit together. And it's like, all the white people are always sitting together. And that's never an issue. You know, like no one says anything about that. Talk about it. You know, so it's just like, I feel like as a person of color, black people, we are always expected to be more understanding and step outside and be more welcoming of people than white people are. So I can see why they would be less likely to marry outside of their race. Because I mean, look at their friendship circles, you know, like I have a very diverse friendship group, you know, like Mm -hmm. all racist ethnicities, et cetera. I feel like that's reflective in my romantic life, you know? Oh, absolutely. Of course. It it does make sense. Um, You know, I had went to, you know, uh, a university where um, FIT to be exact. Mm -hmm. And at this time, it was years ago, it had to be like, oh, I can't even remember. Wow. It's been years. Okay. (laughs) Um, But I remember first time I got there and everything was so superficial, like Mm -hmm. the, the, the white women there well, the, the white girls, the not women, just, I feel like we, we're not women, women. Just yeah, yet, yeah, like. just still girls. So, right, there's still growth. Um, they were very, like, racist towards me. Um, and I was just like, well, wow, I, you don't even know me from a hole in the wall. But then when I started hanging out with, you know, my Black friends, my Hispanic friends, mm-hmm. and we're all like, you know, we, we, were, we were a crew. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were a crew wherever we went, people knew us mm-hmm. and they would be so jealous of that. And I remember telling this one white girl, I'm from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. So I'm very like, we're, we're always in survival mode. Yeah. Wherever we go, we're always in survival mode. We always have a guard up. Yes. And that's just by nature, because when you grow up in the hood, mm-hmm. that's what you're taught. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you gotta be aware and I remember this white girl had tried to uh, to put something in one of my friend's drinks. And I caught her. It was some liquid. And I believe uh. it was, um, yes. And I caught her. And I remember I grabbed my friend's drink. I poured it on the floor. And uh, she was like, oh, you're, you're going to have to clean that up. And I was like, and you're going to have to get your beat. 
Yeah. That's what I told her. I was like, and you're going to have to get your own beat. Yeah. Because I just saw what you did. And she told me straight to my face. She said, well, uh, try it and see who's going to go and who's actually going to go to jail. Oh. I was like, oh, that's how you want to play it? No problem. So you know what I did? I filmed her the whole entire night. And guess what? She had tried it again to somebody else. Well, so who was- the hell was she trying to drug and why? <laughs> because she was just very envious of the fact that she she was around friends that yes. were only her friends because she had money. Mm. Because she had the Chanel's, the Gucci yeah. bags, the you know, that's what it so was. It's like, how with dare us, you actually be friends with each other and like each other? <laughs> exactly. So she was like trying. It was so nasty and so mm-hmm. weird. I was just like, what are, like, why would you do that? And I remember she got, she actually had got arrested for that. That's she got good. arrested. She, she got arrested. Have. I was, I a was criminal. Like, um, a criminal is what she is. Yes. Exactly. And ever since that day, People, no one would mess with us. No one would mess with us. Instead, they would try to be our friends. Because I was like, you know what? You do have a point. I might go to jail. No problem. <laughs> you were I, like, I you know what? Smart. Because I know this system, you're right. <laughs> you're right, exactly. Yes. I was like, you're right. And that's what I did. I filmed her secretly. I'm like having my drink. I'm, I'm you know, yeah, but I because... paid attention. I'm like, mm-hmm. and she was trying to do it to other people. Yeah, because, I mean, they record us every chance they get. Right. And she was only going towards Blacks and Hispanics, I swear. I was just like, I cannot believe what I'm seeing right now. It's, um... Can't believe it. Yeah, it it speaks to even when... uh, What is it? It's like... What was the word you used earlier? Like, where I was on defense mode? Is that what you said? Yeah, like, you're in survival mode. Survival mode. Okay, so it's just like, that's been passed down in... I'd say definitely African-American DNA because we were in survivor mode Mm -hmm. and you know how we DNA is passed down generations, generation, generational trauma. And we will always refer to that with black people or other people of color, like speaking to how our ancestors had to live and how we are kind of doing the same thing in the current times, but no one ever talks about how white people were hateful and spiteful, nasty. And that's passed down in their DNA as well like it's just like all that stuff has been passed down so it's like we can't ignore the other side of the puzzle and act like it doesn't exist anymore but yes that was we we here okay yes we are yes I was thinking the same thing I'm like we're just okay yeah I I, I appreciate you yes so with that maintaining our identity I don't know how we got there but it's working you know so do you think that there are pros and cons to dating outside of your race the yes yes uh definitely um this is a difficult one because Mm -hmm. again I come from a Dominican background and you will see, and I know you've seen, I know anyone that, ha- that, is, that is listening to this um, knows that there are Black Dominicans. Yes. And when I say Black Dominicans is that they are, they, they're dark skin. Um, respectfully, not trying to be offensive. Yeah. Um, and 
it blows my mother's mind. I will say this. <laughs> Wait a my dad uh-huh. and my dad. So my dad is my complexion. My mom is your complexion, Quanisha. Mm. And their family were just like, yeah, that's perfectly fine. Because of the fact that everyone from my mother's side, it, they're, they're dark skinned. Yeah. Everyone from my father's side are light skinned. Mm-hmm. So whenever they hear that anyone is being hateful, they'd be like, what are you talking about? You don't want somebody to, to you don't want them to date someone black, African-American. Yeah. Have you looked in the mirror? But Have you seen ex- your grandmother? Exactly. Mm-hmm. My great grandmother was darker, darker. Like her, her daughter is light skinned. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, the, the, the cons of it is the fact that if you don't, if you don't do your own research, if mm-hmm. you don't actually like educate yourself and actually sit down, have a conversation with someone from outside of your race to understand the things that they've been through, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to actually accept the things that are going to happen mm-hmm. around you whenever you go outside into the world and you're going on dates, you're going to hear people say things. You're going to meet people that are going to like their own friends. Yeah. They're going to be like, you have to, you have to date outside of your race. You have yeah. to do this, that, and the third. And it's like, yo, but okay, we're now in a whole new, yeah. uh, whole new world. Like, you know, uh, there's like still the my, same uh, criticism. It's the same criticism. Mm-hmm. And again, we can't for we can't erase history at all. Mm-hmm. We can't erase we can't erase history and we can't erase the way people think. Yep. We can't change that. But if we could change it within ourselves, within our own relationship, that's different. Keep yes. it between you and this person. But you do need to understand that there are cons to it where people are going to say excuse me, mm-hmm. messed up things. You're going to hear it. You're going to be judged. But are you going to let that stop you? Yeah. No. And then the pros of it, the pros of it, like I said, is you're able to love each other for who you are. Yeah. The pros of it is being able to be that example mm-hmm. that, we don't care about what anyone has to say. Yeah. We're going to go out here and we're going to show the world that it is possible. And not because, oh, we don't care or, you know, uh, you're, again, my preference has always been the Black man. So yeah. I'm going to exclude myself from the fact that, yeah, I've tried with other races, but it just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So un- unlike my boyfriend, he's dated different different nationalities different races mm-hmm. so you could you could do that but you could be that example you could be that example of listen I'm not going to to let all of these different things and um opinions you know change what we have instead we're going to go out there we're going to love each other for exactly who we are because that's what we want yeah. this is what we want that we respect each other and we want to, you know, not influence, but let other people know that it is okay. Yeah, I I agree with that definitely as a as a pro. It's because I hate the fact that 
like when you say it serve as an example, I'm like, oh, I hate that because it's like, you don't want to serve as an example for someone. Like you just want to kind of live your life, you know? And I, I always have to kind of like, as an educator, remind my students, like you going into college, it's not for you to serve as an example for anyone. Like this is your life, you know? So just be the most authentic version of yourself and let it happen. So I will definitely say that is a pro, like, especially if you're in a relationship where you can actually be yourself because let's not act like there aren't people in any relationship interracial or even monoracial and they have this facade up and they're not themselves you know right so that is happening um and definitely also a con yes that's that's actually a con especially um you know this is something that I had to deal with at first where I had an experience um me and my boyfriend went somewhere and, uh, you know, I had understood that a friend of his, um, this was just me the first time, like meeting certain people. Mm -hmm. And I had misunderstood that his friend's wife was Puerto Rican, but actually he was talking about how when he was in high school, he had dated a Puerto Rican. Um, so then somebody else, uh, in the room, she got up and she was like, no, his wife is actually black. And she said it like that. And Mm. I was like, whoa, like I'm not even, you know, so the fact that at that moment I got uncomfortable and I was just like, okay, maybe like right there and then I was like, okay, maybe this is not going to work. Maybe there's some things that maybe I need to like change or my approach or, and I just started questioning so many things. And I remember taking my boyfriend outside and having a talk because I was so upset about that. You were like, did I do something or? Right. I'm like, so I asked him, I'm like, did I do something to like offend her or offend him? Mm -hmm. And he said, no. He said, you didn't do anything to offend anyone. And I just want you to understand this is going to happen, babe. Like, he's like, he's like, this is what this is going to happen, especially when you are stuck in this one mentality and you feel like the world is against you. And I need you to understand that it has nothing to do with you. And when he explained it to me, I was like, okay. So he's like, go back into the room. You don't have to change nothing about yourself. Be yourself. And that's it. I kid you not, Quenisha. Later on that year, mm-hmm. later on that year, she had invited me to come out with her. Mm. And you see, it always happens like that. Like whenever, what is it? It's just like the way someone treats you is just a reflection of themselves, yeah. you know, and how they right. feel about their position in this world. So it could have been that she was letting you know, like, no, Black queens only. Don't come yes. in here with all that. And then mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, like. Yeah, it's okay for a black man to 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 not you know be with a yes. black woman, you know. So yes, and that's how he explained it to me. That's mm-hmm. exactly how he explained it to me. And he's like, just don't don't. It's okay. Like, don't take no offense to it. Yeah, he's like, I don't want you to change nothing about yourself. And that is a con where you're gonna go into into different circles, and they're gonna look at you like yeah Uh uh-huh you might not be that way Mm -hmm. you might not be that way because you're 
you're open. You get what I'm saying? Like you're, you're accepting of others and, but you have to understand there's something deeper as well. And what you just said is exactly how he explained it to me. Mm. And I was, I was able to be like, gotcha, understood. Yeah, it can be definitely, it, it can be scary to even go into those situations where you're around your significant others, friends and family, and they don't. So mm-hmm. me thinking back to my relationship before this, he, like I said, white and Mexican, the family was white as ever, like white. Wow. So it was mom was white, dad was Mexican, but his family wasn't here. So every like family gathering was very, very white and they did nothing and nothing explicitly to offend me. It was just like those microaggressions, you know, that Mm. I felt And it. It also was just me being like, y'all, y'all ain't spice in here nowhere. Like I just, I just felt very uncomfortable, like being in a Uh white house (laughs) Mm -hmm. and just me by myself. And I, I was just like, this is very uncomfortable, you know, and sometimes it's not like I can never see myself dating a white man. Like I will date another person of color right? as far as that, if I'm going to date outside, but that, that leap into white, like when I see black women with white men, I'm like, you got to be strong for that because what, that's a whole different level. Like even thinking about that white girl from your college and what she did, like about the family she came from like it it, the privilege that comes with it it's so that's one that's one I don't think I could ever do I just can't like I think that one I mean I see back in the day they had to try to keep the the white men away you know but I they tried really hard yeah but (laughs) I don't think it could be me yeah that one's a different one I Mm -hmm. I am interested to to talk to someone who does date white men or has a white significant other a black woman in particular um and and I see it yeah like how exactly did you because white is the norm right like like when I'm talking about my boyfriend he was embarrassed of his food because it's against the norm I was embarrassed of taking off my wig (laughs) because it's against the norm norm. so it's like it's both of us like kind of like showing things that's against the the white norm but yeah you're really being judged by that I don't I don't know I don't and think I could course. do that one. of course and and then you you just said keyword against the norm in regards mm-hmm. to white yeah white supremacists. is the, white supremacy is the norm right if it's not white it's not right <laughs> <laughs> y'all know I don't feel that way for real <laughs> but that's the way it is you know Exactly. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's why we have to take that power back. Mm. And the way that we need to do it is by that, by taking mentally, okay, by, in regards to society, right? Mm-hmm. It's the wrong thing to do to date outside of your race. It's wrong. It is completely wrong, especially for like the, the, the well, majority of white families, you know? Um, And that's a a chain we have to like break. And that's why I feel like we need to, I I really hope that at some point we can just 
break that chain and not have to worry about what you just said, serving as an example. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that's that's a very good note for us to end it. We've been yes. going and this was a great conversation. So at the end of each episode, I like to leave people with a reflection question or mm-hmm. just something to think about. Do you have anything that you think would be like a good reflection question to serve for the end of this episode? Because I feel like we talked about so many different parts of not even just yes. relationships, like romantic relationships, just like functioning as a person in society, you know? Absolutely. Um, I would say this, this would be for anyone that is, that is having a difficult time uh, wanting to date outside of their race. Mm-hmm. Um, the question I feel would be perfect for, for them is, and in regards to reflection, really sit down and reflect, mm-hmm. <laughs> really sit down and reflect on why you feel like you, you want to date outside of your race. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes, I absolutely do. So reflection question is reflect on why you want to date outside of your race if you feel like you want to, because sometimes um, Mrs. Me also going back to the podcast, right? The black men who have microphones. It's always I don't want to date black women because well, it's I prefer white women because black women are this. And it's like, no, do you prefer white women just because you like white women or are you preferring white women in spite of black women? So I think that's really right. important. If you're in that place where you feel like you want to date outside your race, why exactly is that? Why? And let it be, let it be, I, 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 because that's the thing. Whenever I hear these podcasts, it ups- <laughs> We need a, like, we need to meet again, and we need to just do a reaction to podcast. Yes, <laughs> we need to do I'm so serious because if you see my reactions, you'd be like, don't, "Don't!" If you could go through the screen and punch them in the face, you probably would, Yanni. So, yes. and um, really, when they, when you ask yourself this question, don't just forget about what you've heard in the world. Mm-hmm. Do your own research within yourself. Yes period. Ignore everything else that you've heard or seen or because the thing is you won't know unless you try it. Very true. And if you try it, you know, you don't like it. Cool. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I think one more that I'll add before we close is don't be afraid to even try. So it's not even like you wanting to, if you, if you, if you're on a day nap, or a guy at work or something, he seems like he's flirting with you and you think you're interested, just just try it. Like be open yeah, to new experiences. Yeah. Not even not even just dating. Like you could be their friends. Like exactly. It's there okay. you go. It's Start okay. that friendship. It's okay. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So Absolutely. thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. We will definitely thank be you having, for having you back. me. Yes. yes. So I, I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much getting on here, talking with me. And that was another episode of Be a Better Baddie. Bye. Yes. Bye.